Okay, so I'm pretty sure you guys are wondering how we make our podcasts. Well, we actually use the website Anchor. Anchor is the easiest place to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free. Nonetheless, for all of us broke people out there, which you can get right at your fingertips on your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit so that your podcasts sound just as good as they should. They also help you distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard everywhere, such as places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you can easily make money from the podcast because they don't have a minimum listenership requirement, nor do they have like a subscription thing you got to deal with. It is a lot less hoops to jump through. So download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Go team! (laughs) All right. You ready? I'm ready when you are. I'm always ready. What's up, everybody? And welcome to Queerology, the colored side of queer things. I'm joined today with the fabulous... Michaela Bay, I also go by Mickey. And the illustrious Black Wind. And we are going to be talking about... Uh, we're going to be talking about what it's like to be a queer person of color in this day and age. Yes. Um, warning, if you don't like what we have to say, you can take that shit outside controversy there's gonna be some controversy we coming for everybody no one is safe no right name nobody safe nobody's safe safety this is a safe space (laughs) if that makes sense to anybody safety is for car seats (laughs) safety is for car seats safety is for car seats and for babies if you don't be a baby just turn off now just turn off now All right, let us begin with our first topic discussion. So, a little bit about why we decided to do this project in the first place. Um, I came across a post on Instagram, and it was about what disappoints you, what disappointed you about the LGBT community when you first came into it. And I had read a bunch of comments of like people that were saying stuff about it and it just it broke my heart honestly because it was it was true because a lot of the shit was really sad so i sent it to all of my friends and i was just like bruh you gotta read this you gotta see this this is let me know what you think and i sent it to this heifer and she was like it was walls of messages it was just walls (laughs) And we were just like, we should do a thing. And the thing is being done. Oh my God, right? <laughs> and it goes to show you, if you want something, you and gotta you need... do it yourself. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta do it if... yourself. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We're going to start off by reading a couple of um, comments that really kind of got to me. Like, which is like, because this is, this is the reason why we're doing this. Okay, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to read one, then I read one? Or do you just want me to read them all? We can switch off. Okay. All right. I'll go first, because you know. 
<laughs> All right. Oh, also, I stole these off the internet. So if you are watching this and you said this, I'm sorry to put all your information on blast, but you put it on the internet. So, anyway, <laughs> someone said, many of us don't know how to make friends or treat them with respect. Someone else mentioned how over-sexualized it is. Besides the funny memes, Grinder is toxic garbage. Oh, I can't wait to weigh into that piece. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I got walls for that piece right there. Anyway, someone else said, the most disappointing things to me about the gay community is biphobia. Another person mentioned, if you are not a hairless twink or a hunk, you're useless to the rest of the community, it seems. Ow. Um, someone else said, you are fine. Oh, you finally find acceptance for your sexuality, only to find more judgment from the community regarding race, body, style, etc. And then someone lastly mentioned pretty much the most resounding portion, and that it, it just says it's like that it's not actually a community. And I think that's really true. So, but what did you find most disappointing when you? What I found to be really disappointing is the fact that is like whole it's whole culture or hookup culture if that's what you want if that's what they want to call it. I feel like because gays are viewed as so over sexualized that everybody just thinks that you want to sleep with somebody. And some people actually care about other people's emotions and want to get to know people. And I think, I just think it, it's it's disappointing because if you don't fit into that kind of mindset, is that what you, is that like this, that kind of mindset, you're overlooked, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And that it's just, it's kind it's, it's disappointing because it has the ability to make you feel really alone. That is true. And what about you? Um... It's like I come from already just a mix of like super religious, super traditional backgrounds. And then to kind of break that state, that break out of that and like finally identify myself as queer. And like that was already hard enough because you face the backlash from family. But then in the community itself, it's mentioned biphobia. It's like that is the umbrella term I use for my own personal sexuality. And like people just hate that's the word that's really the only word like they just venomously hate bisexuals because like they consider them passing they consider them like just not true you got to pick a side yeah. and then to be of color on top of that it's like it's already like you the last cocoa puff in the bowl of milk <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel sometimes, like oh, being so black sad. in the LGBT community. <laughs> oh, the, only cocoa, the only Cocoa Puff in a box of kicks. Like, that's how you feel. That's powerful. <laughs> it's powerful, it's funny, and it's sad. Oh, but if you can't laugh at your pain... You won't cry, and I ain't here to cry. Honestly, <laughs> <so. laughs> same energy, like... <laughs> It's it's sad, and we're going to get into biophobia and transphobia as well, because... Mm. Right? Mm. But let me not get ahead of myself. No jumping. We got a list. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Topic. Dope. 
Oh, he speak French, by the way. <laughs> actually, I said that wrong. You would actually be de. <laughs> Either way, duh. it wasn't in English. <laughs> Into you. <sighs> Number two, Grinder and other dating apps and how it's toxic for your mental health. For your mental health. Health. Mental. Problem. Listen up, sheeple. Sheeple? Sheeple, no, hold on. Because, no, hold on. And I did some whole ass research on this one. Because, like, let me start off by saying, me personally, I have run into this issue myself. (laughs) Now, I don't have to let you talk about this one because I don't use date naps. Lucky. Lucky you, you have dodged the biggest bullet of your entire life. <laughs> no, I saw the phrase, no fats, no femmes, no Asians. I'm like, well, <laughs> I may not be Asian, but the first two, like, I ain't gonna risk that last strike. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's sad because it's true. <laughs> I was just like, all right, I ain't, I ain't gonna do stuff like that. Oh, God. Okay. So, I did a little research on this particular topic because I've currently been dealing with this myself. Trying to figure out how to navigate the feelings that I've been having of kind of like loneliness and depression. And while working on Queerology, this this project, I came across some shit and I said, ain't this about a bitch? So, Jack Turbin... A gay psychiatric and medical writer from Harvard Medical School, Harvard, that's how you know he the shit, wrote a very thought-provoking article on Vox.com called, We Need to Talk About How Grinder Is Affecting Gay Men's Mental Health. Mental Health. Now, I don't know if, I, I don't really know if anybody else no, that's some bullshit. I know. You don't got to lie, Craig. We know you hurting. We know you hurting. And I'm about to tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be serious, but at the same time... I told you this <laughs> Like, I'm serious, but do not think because I'm smiling or I'm laughing that I am not completely serious because this is a whole ass issue. Okay. I pulled a couple of quotes from this this article that resonated with me. Oh, Lord. Jack says, Since there there is little published research on men on Grindr, I decided to conduct an an informal survey and ask men why they are on the app. So much as... Oh, on on the app, so much, and how it affects their relationships and mental health. I created a profile identifying myself as a medical writer looking to talk to men about their experiences, and I received 50 responses. Okay. So, you say you don't really know anything about, like... I know there's, like, there are different apps for men, like Grindr. Um, I... Ooh. Ooh. We got the breeze coming through. Oh, yeah. There is one for women seeking women. Um, Let me try and find it. See, you're lucky. 
<laughs> yeah, they've got Bumble uh-uh. or Zoe. Zoe is, um, I'm looking at App Store. Zoe <laughs> is a lesbian dating app. Zoe or Zoe, it depends on how people want to pronounce that. Um, there is an app called Spicy, Lesbian Chat and Dating. Spicy. Spicy. One is girls, spelled G-U-R-L-Z. Um, Ow. Take that as you will. Wapa. <laughs> I think that one might be Spanish. It just Excuse says Wapa Wapa Limited. I don't know. I think that one might be Spanish. I think my soul just dropped. It's like soul oh, evacuated. Wapa? There's one called Only Women. So it's like even if you're a woman, women seeking women. We call them, uh, I, I pronounce it as woo-la-woo. Woo. Women who love women, men who love men, we pronounce that mlem. <laughs> mlem and woo-la-woo solidarity here, people. But yeah, like, women, no I doubt, have the same thing. And I, I guess for those of them, uh, Tinder also pops up still. Because Tinder does give you the option. Oh, Lord. Um, I've not used any of these because I don't have the time and I don't like talking to strangers. I don't like talking to strangers about intimate things. I do not have the time. But no, I don't know much about dating apps. I don't know much about dating either, but that also comes up later. later. <laughs> I mean, how can we know about dating? We don't. That's, That's the fun part. That's the- <laughs> anyway, I guess I will head stream this particular part then. <laughs> Jack continued to say that neuroscience have shown that orgasms cause activates. Hold on, neuroscience have shown that orgasms cause activation of pleasure areas of the brain, and this is true. Like, you want me to read? Yeah, because I was about to say I said I was about to say that all kind of wrong. <laughs> Neuroscientists have shown that orgasm causes activation of the pleasure areas of the brain like the ventral tegmental area, while deactivating areas involved with self-control. And these patterns of activation in men are strikingly similar to what researchers see in the brain of individuals using heroin or cocaine. So when a neutral action, clicking on grinder, is paired with a pleasurable response to the brain, an orgasm, humans learn to do that action over and over again. That's like that rat study. Exactly. Wait, which rat study? Because I, saw, the I one actually saw a couple like, of rat studies, actually. The one where it's like they had the food. Like they hooked up some type of thing to the rats, but it's like they had food or they could press a button. And the button that they pressed had that reaction um, similar to an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the study, most of the rats were choosing to push the button instead of eat the food. Oh, that is... No, I, okay, yeah, I have seen not that seen one. that. I have to that find is... that one and it will be tagged. That is cited, but it, it is a study that was done and like. That's, that's actually kind of terrifying. It is. It is, and it's it's. There's also one with monkeys. How it's like, well, that one's slightly different because it's not pleasure. It's more of like pain based. That's something else entirely. No, but still talk about it. Like so, it's um. Like because, in the scientific world, primates are the closest relative to the humans. They did a yes. study where, um, they put a bushel of fruits at the top of an enclosure mm-hmm. and they placed a ladder underneath it where the monkeys could get to it. I forgot which type it was, but every time a monkey climbed the ladder to get a fruit, one of the others in the community were beaten. 
not like severely, but like they would just get hit. Uh huh. And by the end of it, it's like the community as a whole completely avoided the ladder and the fruit to avoid. And it's like kind of the opposite reaction. Like they're choosing each other over the pleasure. Hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know how it would fit in. That was just no, a but, random thought. But. No, but that's actually really interesting though. Moving on to more information on this. Jack also stated, for some users I talked to, the allure of Grinder was not the rush to feel good. No, it was not just the the rush to feel good. It was the the to stop feeling bad. <sighs> Users told me that they logged on when they felt when they feel sad, anxious, or lonely. Grinder can make those feelings go away. The the <laughs> the attention the attention and potential for sex distracts from painful emotions so if you're a person that has an issue with being alone this is something that gives you instant gratification oh somebody messages it's like you um message somebody that looks cute and you're just like oh i'm talking to this person Woohoo! i don't have to be alone for those few moments of time once you do that over and over and over again, you can easily become addicted to the situation, like to that that feeling. And that's why I've noticed a lot, and people joke about this through memes and stuff all the time, but like, oh, you delete Grinder and then you like download it back like a couple weeks later, but you're becoming codependent on it. They need your money, you need the attention. And it's really bad for like us as a community because I know that a lot of gays have gay gays and queer people come from many different walks of life. Not everybody's story is exactly the same. So I'm not I'm not trying to like generalize, but I would what I will say there is a lot of What's the word? Emotion? Or... Let me think. Like, there's a lot of... Shit, what do you call that? Like, it's a lot of... um... God, I can't think of the word. Give me a word that's similar. Kind of like... Shit. (laughs) Well, no, but it's like we come... Like, to me, it seems like it's the feeling of... We've had to hide ourselves there for the go. most part. So now that we're in an area where it's like, oh God, like just about everybody is like me. I can be like who I want to be. Like it's that need for attention. I was going to say attention whore, but it's like we're all a little bit of an attention right, I mean, because and like that's, the, that's another thing. Just because you like attention doesn't make you an attention whore. It doesn't, no. But when you suck it up like a goddamn vacuum cleaner... Problem. Then, then, yeah, then it's a problem. That that that's a problem. But yeah, no, it's. I think it's. It's like you are first and foremost not really being, at least from what I see from those that are, monosexual versus those that are polysexual. Polysexual includes people who are bisexual, pansexual, if more than one gender is what you are attracted to, gender lack thereof, 
while monosexual is just the gen- general gay or lesbian. And with at least monosexual, what I've under- come to see is that you're not being blocked on the basis of your sexuality by these parties because 90% of the time they're into the same thing. Yes. Because it's like, I've had situations go south when they're like, oh, you're bi? And then they do like the fuck kid thing where they're like, you want it? No, I don't. Just in general. No, I don't. Um, So it's like, it's that where it's almost like a comfort. You know that if this doesn't work out, it's not because you're gay. Exactly. Probably you're an asshole. But just in case. (laughs) Just in case. Like, it's not because you're gay. And it's, I think that comfort... Yeah. That some people look for it. It's the acceptance of being gay and being sexual, but it's taking a detrimental turn. Because, like, I've spoken to people on Grinder, and a lot of them, they'll just be like, they'll want to talk about stuff. Like, it's not all toxic, crazy people. Mm-hmm. There's just there's a lot of toxic, crazy people. Like, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a whole ass problem. But there are people who are just lonely and they just want somebody to talk to. And low-key, that's me. I'm going to put all my business out on the street. I have I have suffered my entire life feeling very alone. And because of that... And not... Hold up. Let's, rewind. Yeah, rewind a little bit. That feeling of loneliness comes from, like, the desire to be... Accepted, I guess. Accepted by the community. Exactly, but not even just not even just by the community. Accepted in life, uh-huh. like no matter how we like, no matter how confident gays put on that facade of being like we are so powerful and all. Yeah, deep in, deep inside each and in, inside of each and every one of us, there is a scared child that uh-huh. is trying really hard to keep it together. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah cause trust me that's why it's like I'm laughing all the time cause if I'm not laughing I can guarantee you anxiety and depression oh, are a bitch Lord. when they want to team up and beat my ass <laughs> we should have put that in the goddamn list that's probably gonna come up later you know what cause like it's true like we're all just sad children inside trying to and it's not like it out. a problem like and I think everybody, gay or straight, like, you are a sad child inside <laughs> to make your way through adulthood as best you can. Ooh, especially in this few economy. mental breakdowns. Like... I'm sorry. If you are not currently having a mental breakdown in your life, I... You're not am... living a proper life. <laughs> like, do you have rich parents? Probably. <laughs> are they looking to adopt this hungry child? <laughs> a spare of free money... <laughs> Free money, please. As a formerly starving child from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. More quotes. A recent survey of 200,000 iPhone users by Time Well Spent, a nonprofit focused on the digital attention crisis, showed that 77% of Grindr users felt regret after using the app. That's me after checking my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Like I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. You're like Ah! (laughs) fifty-two. It'd be like that sometimes, but no, it's like they're making a good point. It's just it's out of two hundred thousand people, 
77%. I can't do math. <laughs> I'm not perpetuating the stereotype that gays can't do math, but uh, I am, in fact, a gay that can't do math. So. I am also a gay that can't do math. Uh, okay. I also can't drive. Neither can I. Oh, my God. I'm not going to get around here. 200,000. Uh, and 77%, that's more than half of that number. That's a lot. It might as well just be fucking 100. Like, let's just be honest. It might, it might as well just be 100. Um, uh, I don't know if I did this right. I hope I did. <laughs> so that's 154,000 of that group of population. Don't know if those are right. You can check that if you want to. Check the math. I did 200,000 times 0.77. If you know how to do the mathematics, <laughs> let us know. But as for what I got through my calculator, it's 154,000 people felt regret. Look, it'd be like that. It really do. Regret is a part of life. Anyway, moving on. The user I interviewed, the user I interviewed, told me that when they closed their phones and reflected on the shallow conversations and sexually sexually explicit um, photos that were sent, they felt more depressed, more anxious, and even more isolated. Point. Just let that let that sit in for a minute. Some ex, some experience over, overwhelming overwhelming guilt followed by following a sexual encounter in which no words were spoken after the orgasm. The partner just walked out the door with nothing little more than a thanks, and then they kept coming back for, and yet they keep coming back for that temporary emotional relief. So, if there is something, if you are hurting on the inside, I think, I'm a firm believer in therapy and psychiatric help, because... I know, like, and I know some people get afraid of that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. a lot. I feel like uh, nobody wants to believe that there's anything wrong with them. I feel like a lot of this, like especially that quote in particular, it's based off of stigmas. You feel regret because you've been told to feel bad about whatever it is that you're doing. There's nothing wrong with looking for like sexual pleasure in another no. person. There's actually nothing wrong with hooking up. It's a no. lot of just. The guilt that's been placed, a lot of us come from, like, especially Christian households. Very true. Where, like, any type of sex is really looked down upon, especially sex before marriage, sex outside of marriage. And, like, to go with what you're saying, it's like that stigma of going to a therapist. You don't want to do it. It's like, granted, I've had terrible experiences with therapists. But Me too. It's like some people are able to push through and find good ones, and that helps with things like that, and... I think we're coming into a day and age where people are becoming more and more sexually aware of themselves yeah. and sexually comfortable with their own bodies, at least from the female perspective or female identifying perspective. That's what I see. It's like a lot more of us are like, why can't I show my boobs on TV? Yeah. And it's not to like pander to anybody else, but it's just, it's like, why are 
I'm, I'm gonna have to roast you. I'm sorry. But why are my boobs inappropriate, but his aren't? Like. And you know, it's funny that you say that, but I personally believe like that guys should not be running around with their shirts. They on. shouldn't actually. Like I, like, high school that used to piss me off so much. Like, why could you guys not keep your shirts on for more than twenty minutes? I personally, I personally like, do not stand by that. Like, like, put your shirt back on, please. Exactly. We get it. Okay. <laughs> Petition, guys. We do steroids. We get it. Oh. <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't know if any of them actually did steroids. I you know. But... but it's like it, it's it's like. <laughs> It's like this like starts to fall into intersectionality and everything, but it's just it's like these have been conditioned to be seen as like women's breasts have been conditioned to be seen as sexual organs when in Thanks. fact they are not. They are excess fat that forms on our chest and at one point or another will carry milk to help su- support young that are produced. Exactly. That's it. Ain't nothing sexy about it. They fun when they bounce though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's like there's their scientific reason, and then they fun, they fun. But like, I get it. But no, yeah, like, I never, and I never really understood that. And that might be might be because I just like dick, but I've never understood the appeal of um, breastuses. Uh, what? There's like this Tumblr quote where it's like, "Life cold and hard, but titty soft and warm." <laughs> And for me, that sums it up. That's city <laughs> <laughs> soft and warm. Oh my god, it's hot. I can't. It's just you. I know you know me. Hyperperspiration. I might as well just drown. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, one last quote for this particular topic. <sighs> Actually, you take this one. <laughs> so this one, the final quote was. Gay culture is often status-focused, competitive, hierarchical, there's a hierarchy, and exclusionary. Mm, Don't we know? (laughs) (laughs) He explains that these traits are common among men generally, but in the gay community, they become amplified in a group that both socializes and sexualizes together. Uh What's your body count? Please don't answer that. Don't be answer that. <laughs> answer in the comments or somewhere else, but I don't want to hear anything out of nobody right now. I know. But no, like, it makes sense. It's like, we'll look at the ones that are popular. It's competitive. It's just like, what is it? There was like a show at one point that had like a gay off and it's just, it's like, what? How do you have energy for that? First of all. Like, who can out-gay the other person? And it's like... It's not even a thing. How do you do is. that? I've seen gay-offs. I've seen... And that's actually a name, too. Uh, yeah, there's like... Our cameraman is sashaying. Vogue. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Terminology. <laughs> As um, you can see. <laughs> it's like, that's the competition side. No, just kidding. But no, it's like, they're competitions with each other. It's like, oh... I have this many followers. I have that many followers. I have more followers than you. And... You know, I feel like it all comes down to the attention thing. Yeah. It's like... And it's like, what? What is that one thing? God, are we that lonely? Probably. Um, (laughs) It's like I was doing something. Probably. And I was looking up, like, gay icons. Like, everybody wants to be a gay icon for some reason. I'm like, can you chill? Half of y'all ain't even that special. Half of y'all ain't even gay. Like... (laughs) 
just like, we'll just spill out all the shit. How many these people don't want to be gay icons? Ain't we were gay. doing um the the college I go to. We put up a library display for Pride. If you know what that is, go take a look. I'm not telling anybody that. Um, not telling anybody where it is. Uh, but what is it? It's like I was looking for gay icons. Why was Justin Timberlake in there? Excuse me. I don't know. Um, it's like I get Lady Gaga like that. You can't mess with Gaga like. Hold on, Jesus. You know what? Yeah, I saw it and I was confused too. I feel. I think like the like Judy Garland, of course, popped up. That's like over gay history. The last time I checked, the last time I was personally boy. Am I wrong? Did did I miss? Did I miss something? No, it's like it's this weird title thing that people want to be called gay icons. Like I didn't recognize half the other people on the list. But I was just like, who's, what is he doing here? But it's just, it's that status. You want to be that gay icon. Right now, we're having that. I don't know if it's still an issue. I'm not always up to date, but James Charles type deal. I don't oh, know everything Lord. that happened because I personally don't care. I know. Um, I ain't, we okay. First of all, we ain't even gonna get into that. That's a whole different discussion of stupid. I still don't know because apparently, like, people got screenshots <laughs> and the screenshots don't make sense with the stories. And I'm just like, and like now everybody's blowing everything over, but then they got Jeffree Star involved. And I'm like, I think he said the N word once or twice, but I don't know for sure. I don't fuck with any of them. He does blackface sometimes, not on himself, but on his models, which I also just Ugh, that is uh, inappropriate as hell. I don't know the lady who started it all, though. She pretty, though, but I don't know who she is. <laughs> she pretty, though. Who that? Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. She's pretty good. I like Barbara Streisand. I mean, like, I don't, but I do. <laughs> it's a love-hate. It's a love-hate relationship between Barbara. Bette Midler. But honestly, I blame South Park for that. I can't even see who that Look is. that up. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up South Park, Barbara Streisand, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I want to say her name too close to the microphone, just because it's like I respect her as an artist yes, and as a person. Yes. But I just am not sure who's that Beyonce. What is the gay's obsession with Beyonce and Ariana? I like. Ariana. Okay, hold up, hold up. Before y'all come for me, I like Ariana as and much like as the Beyonce. next person, and me, I do like Beyonce. But y'all act like they're gay icons. Like, you can go into a room and to find out who the gay ones are, just yell Beyonce and see who turns around. Like, No, all you, low-key, all you have to say is, I've been drinking. Luana. No, I'm sorry. I just Everybody. Oh, my God, Beyonce. Oh, my God, Jesus Christ. Madonna was pretty, Madonna is pretty pro-gay, though. Okay, Madonna has been a, technically has been a legitimate gay icon for years. Yes. I, sometimes I forget she's around and alive. Cher. I just, I honestly, you gotta love Cher. Okay, okay, okay. Share. Note to self. Remind me to edit that <coughs> clip in about men that she made. Men are desserts. Yes. That was the best them. thing anybody <laughs> has ever said. I said, oh girl, you right. Oh my god. Everyone is like, husband should be like Kleenex. Soft, strong, and disposable. <laughs> <laughs> If I become a femme fatale, that's going to be my catchphrase. As you can see, we were both very sick. <laughs> we are both psychotic, yeah. My bad. Oh, God. Shall we move on to the next subject? Should We cl- We should close out the subject. So this oh, one yes. was about like the mental health that's related to we got dating apps. We completely off copy. Dating apps and things like that. And it's just, it, 
it gives us that gratification, that attention, and that acceptance that we kind of wanted as those little closeted gay kids mm. that we are now stressing ourselves to try and find in this wonderful day and age. Yeah. And it's just, in, in the technology age, it's really hard to kind of put the phone down, take a oh, break. Oh, God. Put the phone down. Put the dick away. <laughs> You'll be oh, fine. Put the phone down. Put your dick away. Just... You'll be fine for the weekend. Just stay home. And Do another, your homework. And another thing about that, it this particular issue kind of makes it really hard for people that are actually interested in forming relationships to find that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, and I'm not judging everybody on Grindr, I'm not judging anybody on dating apps in like as a whole. But a lot of people just want that, that sex, 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 quick, sex, sex, back and forth. And I get it. We're like, we're young and we're in our sexual prime. Do not, I am all for sexual liberation. That was off. Why did you? It shut it off. How long has it been off? They, they said, don't want us to know. They said, mind your business. <laughs> Did you turn it back on? Yeah, we're eating. <gasps> oh, no. So we got to let it cool down. Technical difficulties. That's hilarious. I mean, we technically, I was going to say, we still recording technically. So I feel like you can we we, have like clips. Yeah, just <laughs> Oh god, well what do we do about the parts that are not like visual? <laughs> like, like the only thing y'all catching really is like me making faces. Like <laughs> Honestly, same. It's like you know what we look like. You know the type of foolishness you can expect. It's oh the sound god. bite. Sound bite. You know. <laughs> Have you seen the video of like a little pig he like runs into the room and they play that audio because he like stops? And it's just like, yeah, the, pig, the pig, And yes. then the pig, like, just turns and starts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's like, it's based on just, humans are physical creatures. Yes. Regardless of your sexuality, expression, we, we this... long for that companionship. Even if you're ace or arrow, like, it's still nice to have, like, like, it doesn't have to be companionship from, like, a human. It could be a plant. Okay. Oh, really though. But it's like you, you still kind of want to have something to call your friend, oh. and like that's what I think. That's where I think the dating apps have gone wrong. Like they capitalize on that need yeah. to feel like you have something. You have something there. But the truth is, you really don't. You got a bunch of zeros and ones. Computer. Yeah. Uh. Yes. That's the, that is the, you That's the best way to, to say yeah, that. Like, your mental health is important, so take your breaks from those apps. It's like there's nothing wrong with deleting it and downloading it back. Like I've done that with different apps, not dating apps, but just different apps where it's like they were taking up my time, yeah. taking up space on my phone. Delete them. Come back to them. It's creepy. They save your information, but it's all still there when you want to come back. So I guess take it as a come, maybe. And something else that I think is would be 
helpful in that regard is know. Know yourself. Like, know, yeah, know yourself. If you are doing these things, be, be able to be like, okay, I admit I'm, I'm, I might have an issue. Because I didn't put this in the notes, but also on that article that I had read, it was talking about that this had a very strong premise for people uh, um, developing addictions. And then I was thinking about it, and then they also mentioned, like... Um, it said it equates it to the rush of heroin or Exactly. Pain, so. And I was like, oh, no. Like and, and it's like people who it, it's like it sounds scary because it's like grinder, but it's like <laughs> people have it to people are addicted to Facebook, they're addicted to Twitter, oh, they're addicted Jesus. to Instagram. We're addicted to our phones as a society. It's like there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's just it's to I'm me to it back. is yeah like to me it is just something that it's much more dangerous because this is now. For the most part, something you're putting in your body. Like, as an extension, uh-huh. it's something you're putting in your body. So it's much more imminently harmful. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So I guess that covers our pretty much like our second, to- first and second topic. First and really. second topic. It's just what we've found disappointing. But I guess to counter out the disappointing, we should also talk about what we found as positive. In the queer community? I haven't found anything positive. Well, he hasn't found anything positive. But, um, it's like, being in such a strange subset, um, I don't want to call it a sub-compartment of the the LGBT community, but finding other queer people of color to connect with. Um, I went to a queer prom recently, which was really cool, and I was terrified of being the only black person there. But Honestly, there was another black person mood. there, and I was so happy. And it's like we exchanged information, and um, he would be tagged. Uh, but it's like you get. I've been able to build friendships. I've been able to build friendships not based solely on our sexualities, but we come together and we. Hang out, and you know that at the very least, just like with with the dating apps, it's like you co- you show up to events and parties, and you're just like, no one here is going to hate me because I'm gay. They're not going to hate me because I'm like black. They're not going to hate me because I'm trans or anything else like that. And I think because we're able to push that out of our minds mm-hmm. and be more genuine with each other, like the friendships I've made in the queer community are actually really awesome. So, I mean, hopefully... Well, I mean, I'm not going to say... curmudgeon <laughs> Well, okay, like, take you, for example. Like, me and you are really good friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we basically have the same mind. The problem is people think we're twins. <laughs> we are not related. We're not. <laughs> but it's like, there'll be stuff that I think that he says, and oh, then, Lord. like, we reverse that. And but, like, I've, like, I've made a couple of really good queer friends, and a couple not good queer friends... There's always a couple. But, like, I was about to say, that's just, like, with anything. Like, mm-hmm. in life, you meet you meet really good people, and sometimes you meet people that ain't shit. You meet people who you want to key their car, and then you meet people who will help you key the car. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> choose your friends wisely. Oh, my God. Honestly, same energy. 
But it's like it's it it all kind of like just like the community. It has multiple parts. They come together. They have their good parts. They have their bad parts. And I guess that's that's for that. Like for the community itself, for dating apps, because you can use dating apps to get friends, guys. <laughs> they're weird friends. Uh, they're really they're really weird. Don't do that. It's I don't probably know. not for the best, but like I've tried. It's not. It's weird. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know what this is. I just don't. Just stop. Yeah, no. I've met all of my friends uh, in real life. Oh, lucky. That's just because it's like doing gay club stuff. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've been to a gay club. I don't go to gay clubs. I mean, it's just like, like school I'm... organizations. Like, oh. I, I run the school organization on it. So I end up at events. Oh, gay club. <laughs> Like a gay club at LGBT a LGBT club, like GSA or stuff like that. It's like, I run the portion for our college and, or I, I assist in running the portion for our college. And it's like, I end up at events where I meet really cool people. And it's like, if you're in the Hayward area, I think annually Hayward, um, the community college in Hayward has a queer conference. And it's like, it was one of those things. It's like, you walk into a room full of people who identify with you. But you know, and I'm speaking from my own, like, opinion on that. I'd still be scared. Oh, it's terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't think I was the darkest person there, but I was definitely, like, a contender. (laughs) 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 But it's like... It's it's weird. It's a weird feeling. There's a there is a lot of hate on African Americans and Latinos and basically That's it, for a different that is topic. For a, but that is for a different Yeah, I was gonna say different. We'll get to that though. Like on the truth. We get to that. But I guess that would be like number three. Conform or die? Conform or die, yes. Oh, we should so, probably yeah. tune in next time. <laughs> Queerology. <laughs> I got this. I got this zeal. So tune in next time. Ew, no. no, no. <laughs> Gross. Into you. We will join you next week on Queerology. So signing off, Mickey. And the Black Winds. Let's get this game. <laughs> This bread. Let's get this soggy bread. bread. <laughs> Did I explain soggy bread to you? <laughs> soggy. Okay, so you can't just end it. <laughs> so soggy <laughs> bread. This comes from a cosplayer that I follow online, and he was doing a live stream, and he was just like, "I gotta go get this soggy bread." And, so, <laughs> and he's like, "For those of you that don't know." Soggy bread is when you go to work to make money, oh, no. but you're crying the whole time. Me. So your bread is soggy. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, your bread is. Bye. <laughs>